Welcome to another edition of the Go Knows Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. I don't profess to know a heck of a lot about the economics of Florida State football. But um, I, I understand why Florida State wants to leave the ACC from a um, from a money perspective. They've fallen behind the Big Ten and the SEC in terms of TV money. I don't think that is a ACC problem. I think it's more of a they don't put out a great football. Well, not the ACC. The other teams in the ACC, other than Clemson, hasn't really put a great product out there. Miami, if Miami was great, this would probably be a different issue. If you could get Notre Dame into the conference in football, this would be a different issue. Um, You know, Louisville came up this year. We just haven't consistently had great football in this conference, and that includes Florida State. I mean, we've only had two really good seasons since 2016, last year and this year. So, I mean, Florida State is a national brand. It's one of the most recognizable brands in college football, but you still have to put a good product out there. And I'm not siding with the ACC I want Florida State to be great on all fronts, but like I've said before, I, I don't. Florida State is going to make money, so I don't. I don't feel sorry for Florida State in terms of revenue. Um, all I care about is the product on the field, and um, I, I don't know if being in the ACC affected recruiting. Um, I felt like those high-end prospects, they leverage Florida State to get more stuff from like Georgia and Alabama, the SEC schools. We know the SEC schools have more money than Florida State. We, we can't, and this was before NIL, okay? Alabama and Georgia was continuously getting the big prospects, the best prospects. They have the money. Um, and, you know, and I've said this many times, Florida State has just decided to play big boy football. Jimbo tried to get y'all to play big boy football 10, 12 years ago, and the powers that be didn't want to commit to that. So now you're going through those growing pains of trying to play big boy football. Now, kudos to Mike Norvell. He went out. To me, he signed a hell of a class. But 10 years ago, you know, 12 years ago, Jimbo was consistently getting top five classes on the cheap. He, he wasn't paying what Georgia and Alabama is paying now for those prospects. I'm, I'm pretty sure Florida State was paying, but it, it wasn't. I think you were getting those type of prospects based on Jimbo and Brewster 
and just those guys just being hell of a recruiters. Now, but if Florida State would have made the commitment 10, 12 years ago that, hey, we're going to be a player in major college football and commit to getting top, getting top players, upgrading your facilities, and becoming a modern college football organization, I think we could dictate terms better. Now, the whole ACC grant of rights, you know, thing, that was just whoever negotiated that was an idiot. Why Why would you give up your television rights? AC, I mean, the universities. Why would you give up your television rights? That was just a dumb deal, period. So I, I blame the universities on that. You gave the ACC your rights to broadcast your games. Until 2036. So, yeah, you can exit the conference for $120 million, but the ACC is still going to broadcast your games. So I, I don't I don't understand, you know, again, why you negotiated that deal. That was a bad deal. Um, I, I don't see the ACC surviving. I really don't. I think I don't see ESPN renegotiating that deal. I think the only way is to try to get Notre Dame to join the conference and just one contingency of Notre Dame joining that conference is that the ACC and ESPN have to renegotiate the deal and get rid of the grant of rights. And I think the deal would have to be so lucrative for Florida State to stay. I mean, you would have to be on par with the SEC and the Big Ten. I, Notre Dame is the only school that can save the ACC, man. Um, uh, unless you you know you have an out of this world season by Miami next year, which I don't see happening. But Miami would have to put several of those seasons together. I don't think <clears throat> one year of great football is going to be able to to get Miami to come to the table and say, hey, we want a bigger slice of the pie. Miami has been uh, mediocre for some time now. So, and Florida State has just recently, last year, this year, become relevant again. You know, Clemson really needs to be out front with this whole more TV money thing. You know, they're for for. It pains me to say this, and for lack of a better term, they're the big daddy in this conference right now. And I, I don't follow a lot of Clemson stuff, but I haven't really seen anything on the major sporting websites about Clemson wanting to, you know, get out of this conference. So, um, the... Um, So that's it for the business side of Florida State. The on-the-field product, um, I don't think we're going to beat Georgia in this Orange Bowl. Um, I, I just – I don't think – I think this team is so distraught from the snub, it's going to be real hard to go out there and, and, and 
get the get the best from these guys. If you're Mike Norvell, you, you're playing with house money because I think you're a couple of years ahead of schedule. I didn't have you going undefeated this year. You went ten and two, ten and three last year. I was looking at maybe ten and two. You know, fringe ACC championship. If you go back and look at my or listen to some of my episodes from this season, that's what I was predicting. I was not predicting 13 and 0 fringe national championship uh, contending team. So I think he's a couple years ahead of schedule. Um, you you have to get in the portal now. Um, Losing some of these top-end guys. I, I didn't think you – I mean, this has been a reoccurring theme the last couple of years where we get commits from these high-end prospects, and at the last minute they pull away or go somewhere else. So I, to me, they're just leveraging Florida State. That's That's to get whatever – to get more of whatever from – the bigger schools with more money. I think that's it. And I, I don't I don't have any hard feelings towards these guys. I'm thankful for the guys that we were able to get. And like I said, I don't I don't get excited after the Travis Hunter thing. I don't get excited about nothing in terms of recruiting anymore. Um, I, I get excited when the player is signed, sealed, and delivered, and he's on the practice field with Florida State. Then I can say, okay, at least. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver. It's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We got him for one season. Because the way this thing is set up now, these uh, players can leave after one season. Um, so that's that's how I approach it. Um we we have to decide which quarterback we want. Um, you know, if you re, if you feel comfortable with the receiving room, I, I would go try to get uh, Evan Stewart from Texas A and M. I think he could come in and make an instant impact. Um, you know, if you want to entrust, you know, these young receivers with your program, fine. Um, I think our pass rushing defensive ends are pretty good in uh, Jones Jr. and Patrick Payton. I think we got a good defensive tackle. Um, uh, starters in Jackson and Farmer. Um, I would like we had a hell of a rotation this past season, so I would like to get back to that rotation. I don't know what's the deal with us. Uh, Sampson, um, he I think he redshirted this year. Uh, I would love to see what he's going to be at defensive tackle. Lions look pretty good. Um, we, we definitely need to go get a linebacker or a couple of linebackers out the portal. 
DB, uh, defensive back, cornerback, safety, I think we're good. Definitely good at corner. Now, I wouldn't mind going to get a veteran safety because you're losing a keen dent. Um, just to come in, and, I mean, I wouldn't just bring a guy in to compete. I would bring in a serious talent to to push these guys at least. Um, so I, I don't think we're that far off. I think obviously the big domino here is quarterback. Do you want Cam Ward or uh, DJU? Um, like I said, I think the turnovers bother me about Cam Ward and DJU. To me, he doesn't see progressions fast enough. He holds on to the ball too long. I don't know if that's something that you can coach out of him. Because everywhere he has played, he holds on to the ball too long. He has a a, a, a um, shotgun for an arm, but I don't. I just don't feel like he he sees it quick enough. Um, so, but whoever you pick is going to give us a great opportunity to to run this thing back and, and be a major. Um, a major um, player in the ACC. Um, it's, uh, man, this, this, the end of this season has really been sour grapes for me. Um, especially, I mean, first starting out with the Jordan Travis thing and the, the CP. The um, CFP snub. Um, so when when you're faced with adversity, is to me it's an opportunity to get better. Whatever adverse conditions that you put yourself in or that are thrusted on you, you 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 have to. You know, nobody's coming to save Florida State. Florida State has to save Florida State. And that's um that that's the team, the coaches, the fans, the boosters. You know what I'm saying? If we want to get to where we want to be in terms of college football, we have to do it. And um you know, that's really it. Um it, like I said earlier in, in the show, I mean, a, a bigger commitment to football, you know, 10, 12 years ago would have been pay, would have paid off right now, you know, uh, and it's the, the powers that be put Florida State in this position. So, you know, we we have to find a way to get ourselves out. Um. I just don't think that Florida State commends the respect that it commended 10, 12 years ago. Now, certainly, if we had been a consistent power from our last national championship until now, I think, you know, a lot of what we say or, or trying to say now would carry a little bit more weight. But we didn't we haven't been putting a good product out on the field consistently in comparison to an Alabama or Georgia or an Ohio state
or Clemson for that fact. They've put out better products, so what they say is going to carry a little bit more weight than what we say. And um, I don't know, man. We um, The future is bright, in my opinion, from the on-the-field perspective. The economics and the TV deal um, needs work. Um, Florida State, again, is going to make money aside from the TV deal. We've fallen behind in terms of the TV money. The ACC has fallen behind in terms of the TV money. I don't, like I said, this is a money issue. This isn't a on the field issue. I think if if a lot of your teams were better in conference, you know, we we could have a, a higher bargaining posture to get a better TV deal. But I, I don't think the Big Ten or the SEC plays better football um, in terms of the high-end teams do, Alabama, Georgia. But outside, maybe Ole Miss, too. But outside of those three, I think we're right on par with um, the SEC. Their high-end teams are better than our high-end teams. And right now, you just have to say our high, high-end high teams are Florida State, Clemson, and Louisville. And, and can, our high-end teams, in comparison to their high-end teams, they have a better product. Our high-end teams versus the Big Ten teams, you would have to say that the Big Ten has a better product. Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State. But... The the bottom teams or the teams after those three, I think we're we're right there with um we're right there with uh those other two conferences. Um so that that um that that grant of rights thing is an albatross.